Can you give at Marks with Mike's podcast a shout out? Shout out! Hey yo! What a maneuver! Bye 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 Are you kidding me? The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Yo, you already know what it is by the sound of my voice. That's right, you're going to six foot nine. JT back in this piece once again. And of course, I am one of the co hosts of LG. What's going on, Bobby? What's going on, my peoples? El Chicha La Casa. We're back at it again. Yes, yes, yes. And of course, I'm joined by the unofficial, official intern slash co host, Mr. Casanova. Good to see you guys as always. Let's get to it. Man, ain't nothing too about to do. And of course, we got a special guest inside the house, uh, right out of here, out of the two one six, representing uh, Cleveland by way of Puerto Rico. Uh, we got to give it up to Don Bobby. What's going on? What's going on? It's good to be on today's show with you guys. Let's get ready to rock. Let's do this. Man, let's go ahead and do it. You already know how we doing. Laying in the cut like the Monday, as usual. But of course, we got to go ahead before we go ahead and get started. Got to remind y'all: make sure y'all like, follow, subscribe. Whether that be on. Uh, IG, uh, Twitter, The Book of Faces, uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, uh, Amazon. Uh, look, you get the drift. We are everywhere on every single podcast app, whether it be YouTube, Twitch, follow us. Marks and Mice is the name of the show. If you listen to the watch, you should be able to spell it. We ain't doing it no more. But with that being said, damn, it is March Madness, okay? Not only do we got the brackets going on, we got everything that was going on last week. Uh, within within the world of wrestling and outside of wrestling, you know, we got some big news here in Cleveland. You know, got a new quarterback coming in, but we also also got some news. Uh, of course, about some rumors that actually end up being true. Uh, we had a new women's champion crown. I mean, let's go ahead and hop into it, man. Let's go ahead and do it. So first and foremost, bro, we just go ahead, gotta put it out on the table, man. Listen, we got to start off on a Monday. And of course, Raw, per usual, for the last few weeks, has been on point. Uh, I got to go and give it to you. I think the biggest moment for me coming out of that whole entire situation was the Mr. Me Too situation. Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens. How is Seth Rollins going to get to WrestleMania? Hmm. Let me just go ahead and take your idea and spin it. Me? So, hated it. You hated it. Yeah, man. Like that. That. What's the point? You know what I mean? You know, Rollins was gonna win, and you're gonna have him, let's say, lose on his way to WrestleMania. You know what I mean? It just that booking and make that storyline. It made no sense. What you thinking on that, Mister Casanova? Nah, I mean, I wasn't fan of it at all. I just thought it was lame. They should have did dip, dip, yeah, did it different, you know. That should never even been a factor on the episode. Bronze is gonna obviously have to find a different way in, but as the rumors on the internet say, it might be Cody. Yeah, but de- definitely, I, I gotta put. <laughs> it, it, that's what they saying it could be. You know what I'm saying, um, Mr. American Nightmare, Cody. Um, and I expected, you know, as they said, you know, the the, the news came out, you know. But uh, so you, you what, what you like about that, um, Don Papi? Do you 
care about that segment? Besides the match, the match was phenomenal. Let's put it. Let's put that out there first. I mean, oh, whenever yeah. Kevin and Seth get in the ring, it don't matter what it's going on. They put on a hell of a show. The stipulation, on the other hand, it was a lot of filler. Everybody knows all the windows, all the comments that they've been doing on commentary, even in vignettes and, and in interviews, they throwing out the Cody Rhodes references. So we all see it coming. The question I have for you guys is, do you think it's too late going into WrestleMania to pull that trigger and just wait for Cody to come out the night after Mania? I'm all about storylines, man. I'm all about storylines. And to me, if you want a really good match, you gotta have a really good storyline. Two weeks out, I don't know if it's doing it for me, man. Right. Yeah, line. That's right. That boy good. Damn right, he ain't lying. Listen, I totally agree with that, man. I mean, with, with it being so close, literally so close to Manny, I mean, in two weeks, you, you, you trying to do this story. And, uh, what what was reason. the reason? Had... Like, what was the reason? Like, you're trying, you're trying to do this whole entire story, and then you're trying to do Scotty less than two weeks in, and then it's no real build to it. A lot of people saying that this is like one of the worst build WrestleManias of all time. Um, it, it's up there. I mean, the, the fact that Cody, the type of worker that he is, that you know you're gonna get a phenomenal match, but it's just the storyline going in. It just doesn't, you know, gravitate. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's the the disconnection. But you know, Owens, Seth Rollins, it's crazy because somebody he's probably like top three in your company, and you going in without no storyline, and that's what I tell you. You know the state of storyline in, in WWE is just the one that's running, been running both. You know, what I mean, they, they have to literally unify both titles in order to keep that heat because you know they want to give them to Fox, they want to give them USA or whatever. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I guess you know what I mean. Um, you know, Seth Rollins gonna get the match, but I would like, I, I hope it'll be WrestleMania. You know what I mean? It's just kind of different. Than the Hardys, because of course, uh, we kind of didn't know. If you know, you kind of knew, you know what I mean? But like, I was there when it happened, so I, I I wasn't aware of it, you know what I mean? So the pop, it was tremendous. One of the biggest in WrestleMania history, you know what I mean? And I don't know if Cody will have that, but I, I, I don't think they should wait till Monday. After Mania. Nah, me neither. I don't, I'm not, I'm not thinking that either whatsoever, but I, I will say this though. I will say this. Um, far as it being validated and it's being confirmed that Cody has signed, you know, a lot of these AEW fans are, you know, pissed off that Cody went back to the Fed or what have you. You know what I'm saying? But like I always say, you ain't Capital One, don't worry about what's inside my wallet. If that man wanna go in and make some money, then I'm gonna make some money. Now, with also that being said, I'm not saying that I'm the hugest Cody Mark out there whatsoever. Don't get me wrong, he can work. But to me, if you ask me, he was a big fish in a little pond, far as far as notoriety on his name. And then, and then after that, you, you started getting people that have bigger names and bigger notoriety, but still, it's still a small pond. So he signed, and I, I believe his deal deal is what he did what three three to five million a year or and, like and, and the thing is crazy because when he supposedly like you said like when he left he left five hundred thousand on the table 
you know what I'm saying? Like half a mil, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he didn't he didn't want that. He come a few years later and he pretty much just went up to Benson. Yesterday's price is not today's price. That's exactly you know? what he said, man. He if that's not the American dream, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Shoot, he flipped. I'm talking about he, he he took that bird and he flipped that a few times. He he turned he, he turned that one little five hundred thousand to three to five million per year. I mean, that's that's big news when it comes to you know, especially professional wrestling. But you know, other than that, you gotta also look at the fact that you know we got some type of a storyline going with the tag team championships. Uh, you know, between RK Bro, the Street Profits, and then we found out earlier today that now they're going to add in uh, Alpha Academy to it. So now we got this triple threat tag team match. And I see a lot of, you know, triple threats and fatal four ways. It kind of makes me feel like I just want to put everybody on this card and give give people an opportunity. But the wrestling world is going to receive that as, as lazy booking. You know, that's just what it is. Um Pulling up out of Raw, I mean, did anything uh, else, uh, excite you? Well, this excited me. Well, <laughs> yeah, that that right there was a SmackDown moment, but yeah, that that right there, um, it was brutal. I, 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 mean, I liked it. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that that was SmackDown. I thought it was Raw. Look at me. Never mind. Well, <laughs> But the, the brand split, right? You know, everything just merges together. It's not like the brand split actually uh, is a real thing, right? Where, where? But yeah, that's pretty much about, you know, uh, Raw. Yeah, I don't have anything else, I guess. Uh, 2.0 time. Yeah, let's go ahead and move on to 2.0. What you got for us, Sheech? Oh, man, I, I'm going to go here. Start up here. First of all, don't this guy look like Dominic's father? Damn Gunther. Sure. That's yeah, real, man. man. Yeah, man. He like, you know, he got LA Knight looking, you know, looking good. You know, uh, he, he got involved in. What, what's your thought about this, by the way? The Miss on NXT 2.0. I kind of like it. Two um, Cleveland with, guys. Let's go with our guess on that. What you thinking about that, Don Poppins? I actually like it. You know, I'm one, probably one of the few people that think NXT 2.0 is actually getting really, really good. Um, don't get me wrong, NXT the Black and Gold was it. I remember going, you know, watching it and, and, and seeing the reactions when these takeovers were going in and when 2.0 was announced and everything and all the bright colors, everybody started shitting all over it. Um, and yeah, it was a first. There, there's definitely some people on 2.0 that should, probably shouldn't be on TV wrestling. Maybe they should be on, a, you know, if 205 Live was still on the, the, the network or something like that. But you know what? WWE is doing really good at bringing some of these talents down and uh, helping out these guys. I think Braun Strowman is a crazy, crazy, going to be crazy big, strong, big um, star. And having Dolph come down is your NXT champion and having the Miz come down and do a show, you cannot be upset at that, man. They're 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 gonna I think they're gonna shock a lot of people's expectation of what 2.0 should be. And uh but so far I'm liking everything about 2.0, man. And and that Nikita Lions girl, I'm liking everything about the 205, man. 
Oh yes. He oh yeah. Listen, man. Yeah, hey, Cheech, 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 let me tell you something, yeah. man. When, when, when Nikita Lyons, when she comes on 205, you know what I do? Guys, I grab a pastelillo like this. I grab a pastelillo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check him out. Check him out. Shout yeah, out, buddy. Kofi. <laughs> Kofi in la casa. Damn, my man. <laughs> Yeah, and Nikita Lyons, she she definitely uh you know a, a problem out there. But yeah, man, I thought the Miss, you know, coming out, I like, having that, let's say that multiverse, you know, going into you know from uh, like they said from Raw, you know, it it was a good look, man. I, I I liked it, you know. From that, that transpired. That's when they had the match, right? They um that turned into a match, LA Knight against Ziggler. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I guess we'll talk to that amount in a minute. Um, I don't know. This this surprised me. Um, I forgot this. Did this happen? Um, let me see. This match happened, and then Rey Mysterio popped up. Yeah, Rey, Rey Mysterio and, and Dominic, like uh, out of nowhere, like kind of kind of going back to what you're saying, like the whole entire multiverse uh, uh, going on, like just popping up and to me what that signifies to me is that man we are in the mud we need some of y'all to show up because these ratings ain't what they should be but i do like the fact that you bringing over some stars over there to help give it what it was uh supposed to intend to do if you go back to the the uh the old nxt uh when it was just on the wwe network that was kind of the thing that they were doing. You know, you have a William Regal come down, you have a Seth Rollins come back, you have a CM Punk have a match uh, in, 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 in NXT. You have these stars come down to help give these guys, uh, quote unquote, a rub, you know what I'm saying? So I think that this is a good look. And I think if they execute everything right, going forward here, we're bringing these stars in which they should have been doing from the jump, even with the black and gold. I think that this will be a lucrative thing for NXT, but they have to use utilize it right. Back to what Don Poppy was saying, like, Adult Ziggler right now as NXT champion, I'm with it. I'm all for it. Why? Because you got someone who's already accomplished, who's been, who's been there to the mountaintop. He's a notable face. Everyone knows who Dolph Ziggler is, and they're gonna tune in because Dolph Ziggler's there. They're gonna tune in because The Miz is there, and they're gonna tune in because Rey Mysterio's there, and and Rey Mysterio and uh, Eddie and Eddie Guerrero's son. You know, they're gonna tune in because of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't know. But like I said, Gunther, man, Gunther could be the dad, though. Uh, but definitely, that was a strong, you know what I mean? Like a strong showing for them, and the fact that they got Dolph Ziggler. Um, Bobby Roode also is down there and there's good workers, so that's what they need. Uh, repetition with good workers that could lead, you know what I mean? Like, help them lead. And, and like Don Papi said earlier, man, um, I'm, they, they, they picking up steam, you know what I mean? And, um, and by now, now with that, we know, right? What, where they going with this that, uh, in Dallas. Yeah, so let's send the delivery. You know, we're going to have, uh, of course, Brian Breaker going up against Dolph Ziggler. Uh, as standing delivered, uh, I think this is going to be happening in the afternoon. So I'm with it. This is good. But to me, 
I don't want Braun Breaker to get the W over Dolph Ziggler. Not at this point. No. I don't need a one-month championship reign. If you really want to make something out of this, <clears throat> let this keep going on into the summer. And then holler back at it. But I'm with yeah. it. Yeah. The, to me, the chase is always better than, than retaining. And right now, um, you know, if they were to put the belt back on Braun Breaker, that's two times the guys had the belt in a short career. Um, so you already know that the plan is there to bring them up to the main roster. I think that'll be a huge mistake. They need to quit doing that. Um, on the flip side of things, it's a good thing that they bring these guys up to the main roster and send them back like they have been in the past couple Monday Night Raws. That way they can know what it feels like, get their feet wet. I think it's cool what they're doing. And I don't know about you guys. Did anybody get kind of like a heel Mysterio feel with Dominic when they were backstage? I mean, my man just put out his handshake and said, man, you know, you're the GOAT in the Mexican culture, man. And, and, and Ray kind of looked like a heel there for a second, man. He kind of shrugged him off like nothing. He's <laughs> like, who is you? It's who like, is I know you. Who <laughs> yeah. Nah, so, yeah. I know you, man. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, that was a good good one. You get what, what about you, Casanova? What do you thought about that statement? I mean, it's always good to see Ray on TV. I don't know how long they're going to have him and Dominic in there, but, you know, it's a great feeling to see him on a different show. But as for the uh, Braun Breaker match, yeah, he needs to lose that. And if anybody's going to take it off of Ziggler, it's going to have to be Escobar. Mm. That's, that's, just so y'all know, uh, Mr. Casanova's been campaigning for Escobar to be the NXT champion for the past year, and we support that. Uh, but with that moving, uh, with that being said, what you got for us next on NXT? I don't know about this. Um, you know, he came out with the violin, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, sad, which is like, I mean, where are you going? You ain't going nowhere, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, man, he whole sour push, you know, he about to leave the NXT, people screaming, don't go. It's like, come on, B, he ain't going nowhere. But um, then um, that big ass Joe Pesci popped up, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't like that B. I do not like that uh where they going with so it seems like that's I don't know man like it just uh, they they've done it so many times, you know what I mean? When they're about to leave they some of them they do after the show, some of you know, like he did, you know, and uh old sentimental and shit. So I don't know, and I guess from that we got this match a stand and deliver and um I could care less. I have no emotional attachments to this match whatsoever. But I do like Tony D'Angelo. I like the character. I mean uh, I, like I, I like it, bro. It's like you know I, I was uh, big to the Sopranos, you know, I, I was big to the Sopranos, I was big to uh, Godfather, I, I was big into Goodfellas, all that. Like, to me, being being that guy that, that likes all those mobster movies, like, I like his character. Not, don't get me wrong, you know, yes, I have zero investment in this view at all, but I'm happy that Tony D'Angelo's getting in there with a with a with a with a goat, as far as with a NXT. Yeah. 
As for him, uh, like retiring Champa, I would not pick Tony D'Angelo to retire him. I would wait, you know, just a little bit longer and have Johnny Gargano come back and retire his ass if he's going to have anybody put him out. She, 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 she. Um, okay. So, Tony could work. Tony could work. Low, low key, Tony D'Angelo could work. But we see the writings on the wall. We This happens all the time. You get a guy going up, moving back, moving up to the roster, main roster. He got to put somebody over. We've seen it all the time. But what I think Tommaso Ciampa should definitely win this match. Am I invested in this match? No, because there's really no storyline. Okay, so we kicked him in the balls. All right. Um, other than that, there's no storyline. So you can't really get invested behind it. Now, if we're just looking at the performers, Tony D'Angelo is one of those guys in NXT 2.0 that when I look at, the guy could be polished up correctly. Man, the guy could really be a good star. I like his uh, I like his swag. It may sound cheesy as hell, because, I mean, we, we've seen gimmicks like this before. But low-key, it's kind of getting on me, man. It's it's like that uh, that 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 teacher. I forget his name. Um, um, Chase. It's like Chase, the Chase University dude. At first, I hated it, man. I couldn't stand it. And now I see myself chanting for him when he comes out. So Tony could work. So am I am I into this match? Eh, it'll probably be a good match because he could work. And we all know Tommaso, like you said, the go to the black and gold. He could work. It might shock a couple people, and um, we'll see what happens. But we see the writings on the wall, man. We kind of know what's going to happen. Okay, okay. Definitely. Uh, what you got for us next coming up? I don't know, man. It was shit. Well, this, to be honest, um. NXT 2.0 should have a NXT elevation or you know revelations or any of that because don't get me wrong homegirl she she nice you know the Chinese girl the school girl they call it the other one come on man really out of all the girls that you had this, this is what you're giving me ah, this piece of mierda man you know and then you got this if you into you know seeing people make out um, this is another waste of time. Um, I don't know what the fuck. Um, yeah, that, that to me, like, listen. Uh, put that, put that, put back the first one with uh, Saray and uh, Homegirl with the blonde hair. Yeah, Saray. Yeah, so we got a Power Ranger versus Brooke Hogan. She like Brooke Hogan in the face. <laughs> yeah man um but shit, I, she just doesn't do it for me man and it's just the booking it's horrible booking man filler man filler hated it definitely hated that match uh yeah i hate to see this happening to saray i mean because remember like they, they hyped her up you know oh this is the the next biggest signing coming out of japan and da -da 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 -da. What's this? Yeah, and then Triple H got like <laughs> got removal of duties. Yeah. Everything went to shit. Don't, to be honest, the match of the night for me was this one. 
Yeah. Hey, kid. Um, you trying to put this kid over? Look at him. You know, hey, kid. Um, he just came in. They didn't give him no intro. Like, use somebody else. You know. Intro. Yeah, it's like to me, like it should get us um, involved. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I think they should have gave him a proper entrance. You know what I mean? The, he he got the W. Yeah, but exactly. Like, what are you doing with Kushida? This man supposed to be the man of the future. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to be able to hop back into the glory and go More back. The man of the past. Yeah, this is uh, I don't know, dog. Listen. Kushida ain't been treated good since he's been signed over there. I mean, I understand he got hurt, but I think that they could have did so much more with Kushida than what they've been doing with Kushida. Because remember, they put they put him in that tag team. What what was it? Uh, uh, something in tie or uh, with the other guy with the jacket that looks like the uh, the other guy that used to wrestle in NXT. Uh, the guy released Kono Reeves. He looks like Kono Reeves a little bit. But they had that tag team, and then you dissolve that. I don't know if that's still a thing, or if they're still, you know, homies or whatever. And then you got them over here taking L's to, you know, people like, hey, kid, which is no disrespect, but, you know, I understand this debut, but this is Kushida, former NXT Cruiserweight champion. And this is what we got to show for. I mean, I think A Kid gonna be a stud in NXT. I just. They need to do something with Kushida. I don't know. I mean, main roster may not be it right now. Or if they do call them up, they may have to team them up with somebody on the main roster. I don't want them to team them up with Tozawa just because, you know, they both Japanese and you got another Kai tie. Choppy, choppy. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, that, that's my that's my opinion on it. What, what you think about that, Mike Angelo? I mean, personally, I think Kushida should be at a higher level than this guy, but I have seen A-Kid matches before on NXT UK, and the guy can definitely go. He knows how to handle himself in a ring, and, I mean, he's definitely going to be the future. Okay, I got you. What's going on, Don Papa? What you think? Man, I think it's time for him to change, man. You got to get the, get rid of the jacket, get rid of the Back to the Future stuff, and uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't know. I, I had a lot of high hopes for him. And they just ain't been booking him properly. Like you said, I know he got injured at one that time and he was out for a little bit. But it's just really weird to see. I don't know. And, and if they do set him up to the main roster, he's just going to get lost in the show. We'll be chasing that 24-7 title around. Um, or, hey, put him with, put him with uh, Shinsuke, man. Start a start an Asian faction, man. Do something, you know, crazy. Get them... Get them over by heels or something. They they got they got to do something with him. Jacket time didn't do anything for me. That was um, he yeah he he hasn't been doing much for me. So the kid can wrestle. Yeah, they, he 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 can definitely go. Uh, but to put him over like that, man. That, I mean, they could have picked somebody else. To, mm -hmm. They could have picked somebody else. And I don't know if they picked Koshidi just because. They know he could wrestle. It'll be a good match. It was definitely the match of the night, but they could have definitely picked somebody else for him to just get over. Even if it was a five, ten, five, seven minute squash match, but to do Kushida like that, yeah, man, they 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 got to do something different. They got to do something different. And I'm with you on that, but to go back to what you said, Shinsuke, Tozawa, 
and you got Kushida inside of a stable, right? I like that idea. One question though, who the hell's gonna be their mouthpiece? Mmm. Mmm. Funaki. Um, that's right, because Funaki actually speaks very good English. I don't know if y'all know this. Indeed. He speaks very good English, but once again, they portrayed the character as not being able to speak English. So I don't know. That's some fantasy book and shit. I like that. Hey, like, who, 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 who was the who was the Asian manager in WCW? Sony Ono. Bring him back. Bring back. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, Sonny I mean, they, 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 they did it with Paulie Dangerously for a little bit. I mean, uh, they did it with uh with Paul Elbery for a little bit. Bring him back. Why not? Bring him back. They always want to do blast from the past and, and and taking us down memory lane. True wrestling fans will remember him. Bring him back. You gotta do something that stand. You gotta do something that stands out. Now I'm not talking about you grab a dude and do a Val Venus choppy choppy pee pee and nothing like that, but <laughs> bring him back. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with what, it. Uh, yo, J, JT, what's the what's the worst that can happen? He don't get over. He's not getting over now. Yeah, he ain't doing shit, and none of them are over right now. I mean, shit. Yep, next, Paul Flair. Um, you read him that, but. What you got coming up next for us? Because I'm pretty sure it's time to move on to on that Wednesday night. Yes. Oh, yeah. We have the, what is this? The Slam? St. Patrick's Slam or something? Yeah, St. Patrick's Day Slam. I mean, you had um, you had the Jericho Appreciation Society co uh, Commencement, a.k.a. Jazz. Uh, Scorpio versus Warlow going for the TNT Championship. You had Hangman, Page, and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus going up against, uh, I forgot what they're calling, the Undisputed Era inside NXT. Let's just go ahead. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, in AEW. Let's just go ahead and call them the core. I mean, I'll do that. You had Nexus and you had the core. Uh, of course, you had Rick Baker going up against Thunder Rosa for that AEW Women's Championship, and last but not least, the Hardy Boys going up against Private Party, Moxley, and Brian versus Chuck Taylor and Willa Yuta. Uh, so let's talk about Dynamite. Um, Dynamite was very explosive, no pun intended. You had a very explosive night. You had, uh, you had basically, um, you asked me. The Jericho Appreciation Society reminds me of the Straight Age Society. Straight Age Society. The only thing nah, that's I, I don't no. get that five. I get like that um the early uh TRL days, you know, when you have the 98 degrees and they're trying to recreate, you know, a boy band. That's what it looked like, you know what I mean? And I think it's more like the Mean Street Posse 2.0 right there. <laughs> Yo, tell me, tell me why. So I, I'm watching this and I'm listening, listening to it and everything. And then you know, yeah, everyone. Look at this potato head looking. <laughs> Look at his eyes. Ah, he been with Tony Khan. Oh yeah, he, he definitely been partnering with Tony. Uh, but you had Jake Hager out there. Oh, I'm a sports entertainer, and I'm trying to remember when's the last time Jack Jake Hager actually entertained me. 
No, and, and the thing is crazy because I mean, not to make fun of that, but you know, he do have like a lift, and uh, oh. and, and, and it sounded like he said pro weather, like attack attach wabbit. I'm hunting wabbits. So he, he, you know, he's like I, we, I'm a pro wrestler. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> listen, we here at Marshall Mike's do not discriminate against uh, any type of speech That's or pattern. But I will say this: um, yes, it's hard to take him serious, uh, especially if he's trying to cut a, a, a serious promo or whatever. But. You know, the whole sports entertainer thing that's going on. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is why Cody left, because this is far from the vision that originally started off in Jacksonville when they had that big old unveiling of AEW and they had the crowd outside. And this is what we're not going to be. We're going to be the alternative. I'm like, this sports entertainer shit sounds like something straight out of a Vince McMahon playbook, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I'm really not a fan of you know 2.0 or whatever you want to call them. To me, they are the great value young bucks. No, they don't. Call, they're not 2.0 no more. No, no, they're not 2.0. They are calling them by calling the real name. They're still the great value young bucks. That's exactly what <laughs> they remind me of. The Walmart brand young bucks. Yeah, but uh, that that whole thing, I'm still waiting for it to see how it plays out. Hopefully it plays out right. Maybe he's able to do what he did for Sammy Guevara. And that's about it because he did absolutely nothing for LAX. He did absolutely nothing uh, for for Jake Hager. He did absolutely nothing for MJF when he was part of the inner circle for a minute. Because let's be honest, MJF spawned that light on his own, baby. So maybe he, he can do something for them. Maybe out of those uh, four guys, you know, uh, 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 Daniel Garcia and, and 2.0, or maybe maybe he makes Jake Hager a star. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think, you know, they start out hot, you know, like pretty much every other episode with a, with a triple threat match. You know, you had uh, the Red Dragon and uh, Adam Cole versus... Hey, yeah, Adam Page and um, Luchasaurus and uh, the Jungle Book. They uh, they started, you know, God. they opened the show. They opened the show, man. And um, Adam Cole, ever since he's been in AEW, man, yeah, his stock went down, B, in my eyes. He hasn't yeah. been booked properly. Yeah. Um. I don't even know who this guy is anymore. <laughs> to, to, to be honest, uh, they they did have some nice spots though. They had they, they had the one spot where, where everyone did the little you know the, the flippity flop shit going out into the outside of the ring. That was a real dope spot. If you look at it, that spot was done by uh, I want to say uh, Lucha House Party uh, at one point in WWE. So that that was a nice spot. I mean, but other than that, it was a spot fest, and then we had a W. Other than that, it did nothing for me as far as, you know, being invested into the storyline that is Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole. It did nothing whatsoever. It gave, it gave me a lot of spots that I can go, ooh, yo, did you see that? But nothing for the story. Uh, what you think about that, uh, Don Poppy? 
See, this is the part of the show that I knew we were going to get to where one or two things are going to happen. Well, I know we're not going to get canceled after the comment that Cheek says. So that's that's about Jake Hager. So, but this is the part of the show where they probably, you probably guys won't like it. You probably won't bring me back because I'm going to say this. AEW <laughs> lately has not been doing anything for me at all. I am a huge Adam Cole fan. Adam Cole is nowhere near what Adam Cole was in, in, in NXT. Luchasaurus, not a fan of it. Jungle Boy has no mic skills. And Adam Hangman Page does not do anything for me as their world heavyweight champion. To me, he's just a belt holder because Kenny decided to get rid of, to take care of his vertigo and some issues of pain and, and injuries that he wants to heal up before he comes back. Now look, Red Dragon could do some great things and Adam Cole could do some great things if Tony, if Papi Tony, Tony Khan can decide to tr quit trying to compete so much with WWE and making his product more like WWE. When we first started watching AEW from the way back in All In, everything about AEW was different. That's why the fans like it. They wanted to see something different. They took the mindset of New Japan and added American stars, and we got AEW, which was great. But lately, it hasn't done anything for me. I don't want to jump topics, but you look at somebody like CM Punk. How many of us were waiting for CM Punk to come back? And he came back. That honeymoon phase is over. It's not doing anything for me. To me, the biggest star that AEW has is a man by the name of MJF. Is the biggest star that they got. I don't want to hear nothing about Wardlow. <clears throat> nope. About Jericho and his goofy group. Nope. I don't want to hear about the Lucha Jurassic Park Express or whatever it is. Nope. The Lucha Brothers weren't doing much for me at towards the end before one of them got hurt. The only one that is must-see TV when he grabs the mic is MJF. I don't care about the Hardy Boys coming back to AEW. Don't do anything for me. Been there, done that. We've seen that played out. Boom. They need to get Adam Cole back on page. Adam Cole could have the palm of the wrestling world in his hands if they just let him be Adam Cole. That's it. But they want him to portray this person that you can see it's affecting his in-ring ability. So it's not doing much for me, man. I'm sorry. I used to love AEW, but lately... Now we see why Triple H said it's not a, a, a no, race, race, it's a marathon. It's a marathon. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, so I heard not one lie at no, all. No, not detected. Not detected, not one lie. Not one, not one. And if you listen to this or you watching this and you going, oh, it's not that bad. Listen, bro, this shit is night and day compared to what it used to be, okay? It, it is basically, I mean, I, I, I remember people, you know, and I was one of those people that would put put up the posts and the memes like uh, WWE Lite. Nah, like this right here, mm -hmm. like this is exactly what you were trying not to be. I mean, it's basically WWE with the TV 14 rating. And, yeah. But, but, but there's no, nobody that's must see besides MJF. Uh, 
I mean, it, it, it ain't Mox. I mean, right, right now, I mean, don't get me wrong. Mox is a beast. But the person people tuning in to hear on that microphone talk is MJF. It, you know, JT, I want to ask you guys something. So back then when, when NXT Black and Gold was on, um, I'm sure if you guys are anything like me, you guys are record wrestling throughout the week. And Raw was something that I would record and go back and watch it. Um, NXT is something I most likely will watch it live. If not, it'll be AEW, SmackDown, I would watch it live. But I had to make sure that I watched AEW live. I had to make sure that I watched AEW Dynamite. It had to be live because I know I could fast, for fast forward through the three hours of Raw. Lately, I can't even tell you when was the last time I saw AEW live. I usually will watch it the next morning before I go to work and fast forward through some of it. To me as a wrestling fan, that ticks me off because you guys were about something different. It's not that's it's not no more. Like you said, it's completely night and day. And they're reminding me more and more of WCW in their last days. WCW was doing the same goofy stuff that got them sold in the last days of the last maybe two years. And it's it's going down that route, man. They're not, they're it's not doing much. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, it's pretty much, it's pretty much, you know, when, when AEW first hit, hit the scene, it was like that, it was like that 90, 97, 97, 98 feel, you know, when WCW was on top. And at this moment, this is definitely 1999. The Billionaire yeah. Boys Club. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's exactly words I was coming out. Uh, but I'm, I feel that. No lies detected on that. Absolutely. Uh, all in favor of agreement, say aye. Aye. I'm one. Uh, what else you got for me, L. Cheech? Um, uh, you know, we're going to touch since he brought him up. Um, to me, there was a waste of time. You got the Hardys coming back, you know, together, especially first time AEW. You could have not, you know, you could have made this a bigger thing, you know, come out like at a, at a pay-per-view stuff. You're going to just give it out on TV, you know what I mean? And we just look, it, it kind of lost his luck. Cause tell me, bro, Jeff Hardy, every time he took a breath, everybody was popping. You know what I'm saying? Every, every time he took oxygen, you know what I mean? Every time, anything he, that guy did. Yeah. Everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everything he did, everybody was eating it up, and um, and that tells you that dude's still over. They're like a major act, and to me, they they treated that, you know, that that they they, they treated it, you know, a purely. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at him; he feel himself. Like, Ew! you know, it, it's great seeing them together, man, but. To be now honest, we need to, uh, now we need to have Bobby Schmurda jump out next to him and they could do it at the same time as he does it better. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Hardy, man, Jeff Hardy, he's, he's over, man. And I like to see us the Hardy boys, but Jeff Hardy is, you know, he he's on one right now. You know what I mean? He's on one now. But um, yeah, this match, I guess, you know, I, the poppy said wasn't much. Um, let's talk about the one match. You know, let's talk about the belt match. You know, this one right here going in, 
it was kind of like a, a puzzle like hold on man how they how, how are they gonna do this you know what i mean like water now nah, water can't lose he's the face of the revolution you know what i mean and nah this guy just won the belt um i don't know man like that match it just it was stupid to me what that booking was horrible if you went in thought in that if you thought that Warlow was gonna walk out as the new AW TNT wrong, wrong. <laughs> okay, definitely totally wrong. Uh, and yeah, back to what you were saying, they'll teach the booking. I mean, to me, if if they're gonna have a face of a revolution ladder match next year, I don't want no parts of it because everyone that goes through this shit. <laughs> they get nothing i mean this is like this is like uh, literally sonic jumping through the ring and then you got a little bonus round and you got to collect so many rings and if you don't collect so many rings it fucking bounces you out and you got to go back to the board this is exactly exactly what it is like this is sonic the hitchhiker literally i don't I, I don't know if he's watching sonic while he's booking the face of the revolution but it, it's to me, it's purpose. It's, it's no purpose. To it. I mean, because literally everyone that's won the face of the revolution ladder match, two people, nothing has become of it whatsoever at all. Nah. It's, the same, it's the same thing with uh, MJF in the, uh, in, in, in the diamond ring, right? It's just a diamond ring. Nothing's happened. MJF hasn't gotten a title shot. MJF isn't around here carrying gold. The same thing that goes for this. This whole Dan Lambert walking down, uh, wearing one of the TNT championships absolutely makes me sick. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's 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 Arby's disgusting. Okay? And, You're the meat. You know who B is that? You know the Arby's? Yeah, push your T, right? Yeah, that's crazy, bro. You know what would be crazy? Yeah, he, be crazy? Crazy? What? he just made a diss track dissing McDonald's. <laughs> it's Arby. It, it, it's an Arby's track where he's dissing McDonald's. And to me, where the hell is hip hop come when we making you know this this tracks for the competition to go against the competition i mean i understand everybody wants to check but come on b that ain't <laughs> jt this just proved my point man you guys just proved my point out of all the wrestling shows we talked about this is the only one that we started talking about food over their product I'm telling you, yeah. man. Oh, my you, just proved, you just proved my point. Let's pretend for a second, and I'm going to put the pen in my hand. I would have had the Hardy Boys wrestling right away. Number hey. one, you're no, not no. doing that. Number two, you everybody knew MJF was going to come down. You knew Warlow wasn't going to win that belt. You knew it. Nope. So what do you do? You hold off on it. You try to figure out other ways. So out of all the matches that Warlow has had, which a lot of them were squash matches, obviously, you had Scorpio Sky beat. If that isn't a WWE booking, I'm telling you, man, it just, it, it, if whoever's watching this, look, I'm not an AEW hater. I'm a wrestling fan. 
This WWE Impact MLW ROH. I'm I'm a wrestling fan. But if you call your product something different for to catch my attention, for me to tune in at eight o'clock, then it's gotta be different. If you're giving me the same thing that made me leave Monday Night Raw to watch your product, then you're giving me the same thing. And on the flip side, Raw has just been then that's just it. We're talking about your product, AEW. If whoever from AEW watches this, I hope y'all do. That'll be great. But you, AEW, you you want us to talk about your product. The only time that we've talked about your product, we end up talking about Arby's and the beef between Arby's and, and McDonald's. Because that's because that, that's more entertaining than what's going on. Come on, brother. Ooh. Bars, bars, bars. See, y'all, y'all making me take another bite of my pastelillo. Cause, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kid, that's just crazy. That that's definitely a point, man. That you made there, man. That's that's definitely a clip. <laughs> but um, but you know, but you know, what I mean, moving from I think this we you're gonna talk about this. I think uh, it got potential. Um, the Steven Regal. Brigade, you know what I mean? Uh, DB and Moxley, you know what I'm saying? Against, uh, what is it they call Super friends? Best friends? Yeah, um, super best yeah. friends. Friend, friend of the show, Willa Judah, you know what I mean? Um, he uh, he definitely showed out in the match. You know what I mean? Uh, a match that fit the purpose, you know? Um, and, um, Let's say uh, he got a, a rude awakening. Maybe Wheeler's looking for work. Oh, wow. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Listen. Hey, hey, listen. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that, man? Listen, Bobby. Um, I don't know if William Regal's been on the way to the AEW shows listening to Ludacris slap or some shit. You know, but but he, he's over here slapping people and shit, and I don't know. I, I I don't know if, it, if that's you know some type of kink shit. And it's no no hey no nothing against that. I'm not kink shaming. That's your, you know, if that's your uh, bag, that's your bag. Uh, but I do know one thing, uh, those mics were off, but I'm pretty sure I know what what, what really you was probably saying at the moment. And to be honest, I I, I probably would have would have said the same thing too. Boy, yeah, that's my boy, nigga. We rep the same smart tech. You just got fucked up with him. Both y'all niggas gonna get clapped up when I get back. Like to me, that 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 would have been my reaction because you you just not gonna just just punk me in the ring uh-huh. and just at me like that. Like, I, I, hey, emotional damage. You want <laughs> cut? But I do like I do like this uh, because we we had this side of uh, William Regal in a minute, and we talking about. Since since his uh, run as King Regal, yeah, no, and he was a great heel. And I'm gonna tell you this: um, the way it's looking to me, whoever they get next, that is not in that company, 
the perfect fit for them is going to be Cesaro. You know what I mean? Because they already, you know what I mean? Willem Regal, if y'all guys didn't catch uh, Tokus Jericho interview with him, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he had a good interview. I mean, um, relationship with him. So it's just a matter of time till we see Mr. Claudio over there popped up. And um, and they kind of follow. He's following the storyline. Because remember when um, Brian Danielson started talking, one of the names that he brought up was uh, Willie Yuta. And um, I think under their two of the list, man, it, it's going to be great for the young for the young oh. Tiger. Yo, that that right there to me, Willie Willie Uda underneath uh, Brian Dennison uh, and uh, John Moxley and uh, William Regal, iron sharpening iron. They're basically be molding that kid, you know, to be something good. So I'm with it. I need to see more of it, less slapping because uh, you know, to me, you slap somebody like somebody got to go. Like I challenge you to a duel type of shit, like. Someone has to, uh, you know, leave Earth. That's just in my opinion. Uh, well, what's your what's your thought on that, Mr. Casanova? And after that, we're going to go to Don Poppy. Honestly, I'm not really a big fan of factions, but if they're going to make, like, Wheeler Yuta into, like, a train killer or something like that, he could definitely use the push under all those guys. Like, I mean, there's, you know, the legendary William Regal. I mean, his run in WWE was great. The King Regal thing, like you mentioned, that was, like, one of my favorites from back then, too, because it just made him look like like just like i don't know like the ruler of all like he's not taking nobody's shit he's gonna do whatever he says if you step on him it's not really gonna go that far because he has danielson and moxley in front of him so okay dog poppy what's your thoughts you know the last time i ever seen somebody get slapped like that was in puerto rico when my dad told me don't pull that mango off the tree because it's not ready yet and I pulled it off the tree and I ate it. He asked me if I ate it. I said no. And he slapped me. On a serious note, let me tell you, man. Somebody slapped me like that. We really, we got some serious, serious issues. But I like it. But I like it. For some weird reason. It's it, it like it snaps people out. Look what it did to John Moxley. Look what it did to Daniel Bryant. Now Wheeler, man, there's something behind that slap. And you know, you know Regal's laying it in. Regal is thinking of everybody at NXT and in Stanford, Connecticut, when he slapped somebody. And that's dangerous. But he slapped the taste out my dude's mouth. I kind of think William Regal kind of got scared. If you see the whole thing, he jumped back when the guy turned around, Wheeler turned around like, bruh, that was you really laid it into me. But um, yeah, being slapped in the face like a Ric Flair chopped to the chest. Ain't, that ain't no joke, man. These guys, the way they get slapped around like that. And uh, I hate to see who's the next guy that's about to get big slapped by William Regal's uh, pimp hand. That's his strong hand. You know what I'm saying? That's a strong hand. Yeah, that's strong a pimp, hand. Man. That's a whole ass pimp. Just walking around slapping people and shit. Uh, but <laughs> over, overall, <laughs> overall, though. Uh, he needs to bust out the baby powder, man. Where's the five fingers? Say to the face. What? <laughs> like, like he just he, he just going around just just slapping people. But I'm like I said, no kink shame. If you like it, that's your lane. I'm with it. But if it if that would have been me, don't let that shit happen to me though. You, you, you ain't about to see, you just about to slap me in my face live 
on national TV. No, character is broken, yo. I don't care how old he is. I don't care how old he is. You gonna get these hands. You just gonna slap me and sun me like that in front of everybody. No, uh-uh, no. But but at the at the end of the day, yo, that to me was one of the entertaining parts of the day. Shout out to Wheeler because you know if anyone deserves some type of a push, some type of uh, oh. you know, uh, you know, anything at this moment, it's definitely him, man. He he been, he been laying down the groundwork for for a very long time, and you know if you want to know more about Wheeler Yuta, go ahead, tap in, go follow him on IG, Twitter, or you can go ahead and tap in and go listen to the episode where we interviewed him. We got to learn a lot about him, but yeah, yeah, yo, it's time. For the main event, Give the it main event, a women's world championship steel cage match in Thunder Rosa's hometown of San Antonio. And I must start by saying, I hated this fucking match. I hate when this is a given match and they fucking bring out thumbtacks. You well know how I feel about thumbtacks. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Tell Tell uh, listen. Teach, I am not mad at you. As Tupac would say, I ain't mad at you. Uh, with, with that being said, um, for me personally, I was more so happy that Thunder Rosa got the L and finally got the title. And not so, the L, the W, the W. I take that back. Uh, she, she finally got the W. Uh, Britt Baker got the L. Is it a week too late? Yes. Should, should, should they have pulled that switch at Revolution? Yes, they should have pulled the switch at Revolution, and she should have been walking into her hometown as the AEW Women's Champion. I did not like the fact that Britt Baker no-sold going through the tax with the power bomb and just rolled out the rain to go pick up a chair casually. Like, just yeah, there, there, there was some uh, big bumps, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like this one. Congratulations to her. Man, you see that referee, man. Shout out, man. She was counting one, two, three on top of the thumbtacks. <laughs> um, I guess um, Britt Baker was pissed because there were people saying that the thumbtacks were uh, <laughs> were dummies. You know what I mean? They weren't real. So I guess she felt like she had to answer to that, which I think it was stupid. Yeah, but um, but my, I want to answer to that shit. Yeah, but yeah, man, the, I, I think it was great, um, the fact, you know, hometown. Uh, me, personally, her coming in, I think it was it was great. It just, it took too long, you know what I mean? Like, perhaps she should have been the champion from the first time they fought. But remember, when they fought, she wasn't technically signed with AEW. She was still I with the NWA, I you know what know. I mean? No, but you're not, not going to give her the belt for somebody that's not with your company. Hello? Yeah. We see you know all I mean? the time. Uh, I mean, really. Okay, okay. Prime example: Kenny Omega winning the Impact Championship. He won't sign the Impact. He won't sign the Impact, but he damn sure had the title. Kenny Omega with the Triple H Championship. He won't sign the Triple H, but he damn sure held the title. All I'm saying is, the best wrestler at the time when they wrestled the first time 
was a Thunder Rosa. I would have put the title on her and kept that shit moving. I mean, maybe to me in reverse, this should have been a reverse situation. Maybe Thunder Rosa should have won the title first and then let Britt go chase. Because let's be honest, and I love Britt Baker as a human being, as a person, all that. But was her title run as memorable far as the matches? No. Britt Baker? Yeah. She should have lost oh. that title a long time ago. Thunder Rosa, they did it with her too late. I'm glad she's the champ now, but yeah, I think they just did the shit too fucking late. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm happy for you. You got the title. It should have been happened. It should have already happened. You know, shout out to Thunder Rosa. Congratulations! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but other than that... <laughs> Oh, damn. But other than that, you feel me? It's like, uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god, it, I wish they would have taken a better picture over than this because she looks like the sister from Pet Cemetery that was upstairs. Well, that's the thing with, with all the <laughs> yo, with, with all the paint, the blood, that's why, and they're in a cage, there was too much going on, man. But shout out, shout out to Tonda Rosa for holding the belt. So right now, this is the way you know we're looking at it. How everybody that um that's in the company, you know, with the belt. So this is the champions, and um and I think the diversity. Yeah, the diversity. There you go. About time. Um, first of all, Cowboy gotta lose it. Uh, the two in the back. Jungle Express needs, to, needs to go to Santana and Ortiz. 100%. Yeah, exactly. And then Jay, Car Jay Cargill needs to get rid of that belt and go with the other belt. I'm sorry. Every time, every time I see Jay, you know what I'm saying? But yo, I like where you going with there, Cheech. I like that. Thunder Roses versus Jade. Maybe a unification yeah. of the title because nah, I ain't I ain't I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna say they don't need two titles for the women's division because if I say that, it's gonna be all sorts of letters. Plus it's women's history month. So no. I say that yes, we do need Jade going after that title. But maybe we should have it like Goldberg. Remember Goldberg uh, was a US champion and he ended up beating Hogan and he won the heavyweight championship and then they end up just relinquishing the US championship or whatever. Maybe we should have one of those situations if Jade does uh, beat a Thunder Rose in the future. But shout out to Tony Khan actually listening to Big Swole and putting some more diversity into the, the company, I mean, you got you got the first ever Latina to hold the AEW uh, Women's Championship. You got Jay, first of African-American to hold it. You got Scorpio uh, Sky, the first ever African-American to hold two of the titles. Uh, and then- you The also first dinosaur? The first dinosaur to ever no, hold the title. The first, <laughs> the first dinosaur <laughs> and caveman to ever hold titles. Like, this is huge. Yeah. And then there's Hangman Page. Yeah, uh, cowboy shit. Yeah, that's about it. Now, yeah. speaking of that, um, moving on from that, I should say, um, what else? What else popped off that? Uh, 
What else popped off from uh, AEW Dynamite? Nothing much, but we can flip back and go back to AEW once we talk about uh, everything that's been popping off as well. Uh, so we also... We talk about Rampage, I guess, you know? Yeah. Or, yeah, we, I mean, we, Impact wasn't too much going on. No. It, I, it, mean, it, I mean, I did like the match you, you, between the Bullet Club and the Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah. That, that, yeah, was, that awesome. was pretty much the match. They started up hot, you know, that was they open up the show with that match um you know you you know what you was gonna get and you have Alice Shelley in the on the ring you know and um of course Switchblade he put it on and um it was a great match but other than that you know I mean everything you know I just go by you know I mean um Diana Parasa still holding it down um Rhino fighting uh Diana Parasa's husband <laughs> no oh, my bad yeah Steve Macklin my bad um yeah and then you got this new guy uh what is his name be boom there or good yard i don't know if i butcher it and larry d um yeah I man yeah so what you talking about this week i didn't give a shit about that match i mean it was all right it wasn't a bad show i've seen better but you know you're always gonna definitely. get some good with some bad yeah definitely um um other than that man I, I, on smackdown i don't think there's anything that other than of course uh you know this uh you put the porn hubs logo on the bottom no, but uh, you know what i mean just this is pretty much that that's all that happened you know i mean the segment with uh the usos and roman reigns and then, you know, Cowboy Brock Lesnar starts riding around crazily in a forklift. I mean, that was pretty dope. I mean, you know. That, that opened the show, right? Now, didn't that remind you of a certain situation from the Attitude Era? Oh, yeah. The Stone Cold rain all over it. Yeah, yeah, with Stone Cold. Like, I, I understand you, you got to go back into the well. Sometimes you got to make things old that, you know, that were once old, make them fresh. Uh, do I like Cowboy Brock doing all this unnecessary shit? Not really, because, you know, he's already a beast. There's not really much that he, you know, you need to do outside of that. But the fact that my man Brock Lesnar tore off the door off of, uh, off of his fucking guard, like, you know, that, that makes him even more larger than life, uh, you know. But uh, I do, I don't like the fact that it makes my tribal chief looking like he backpedaling, you know, looking like he's scared, looking like... You smell that? You smell that, son? What's that? What, you know, what's that you smell? Like, you remember 50 Cent? You know, I smell pussy. Like, you know, him him running him running off, you know, with the Usos. Like, no, like, you know, this is a travel chief. This, this is the same person. Not too long ago, less than three weeks ago, hit hit Brock Lesnar with, with the Tupac hit him up promo. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this is my ring. This is my cameraman. That's my sign because they acknowledge me. And then three weeks later, you running off like nah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But you know, I do like the fact that they're finally starting to to do something with the build when it does come down to it. Uh, but let's see. I will. I will say this. I will say this. Brock versus Roman Reigns. They're selling it to us for the sixth time. Okay. And for all y'all complaining, oh, you know, it's the sixth time we've seen this. Well, for y'all complaining, look at it like this. For y'all, the same people that are complaining, the same people that buy Jordan, y'all been buying the same goddamn shoes for the past 25 plus years. And I ain't seen I, y'all complain out once. I feel attacked. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I mean, no judgment. You know, if, if, if you read buying the same Jordans, just, you know, with the, with the difference in the shade of red or the shade of black or whatever, it's cool. Uh, but SmackDown this week, I'm going to be honest. Besides that happening, Basura. Hit that jumper. It's Basura. I didn't like it. It didn't give me that, mm, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, last week, Raw was better than SmackDown. And that's that's something. That's something, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that's usually not the case. But it's been like that consecutively for two weeks. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I don't really... I was gonna Go say ahead. I don't really expect too much from the show for like the so many shows before Mania because they're probably saving all that magic and shit like that for the the two days that but it's gonna be on that, TV. That's so. not the way it used to be though. You I know what I mean? I know they used and to that, do, they used to go above and beyond. Now it's just like they're like yeah fuck these last couple of weeks and we're just gonna do a big at Mania. But I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, uh, don't Poppy, what you thought about um, Friday SmackDown? Um. It was a little lackluster. I mean, it was kind of slow, um, especially after Raw being so good. Um, there was some nice moments. There was some good things. Um, some maybe tightening up the screws on a couple things, like of the Pat McAfee situation. I think that was pretty cool. I think, you know, we all know Pat McAfee can talk on the mic. Um, but yeah, it's, it's I, I don't know if they're, if they don't, they're, they're not trying to overshadow everything that Raw is doing, so they want to break it up a little bit and build it up a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, SmackDown definitely has to uh, pick it up a little bit. I wasn't too, it, it was to me, it wasn't a great show. Nah, it definitely not. It wasn't. Not at all, yeah. B. Not at all. I mean, Pat McAfee yeah. on, on the stick talking, you know, like, you know that's that's his element. You know what I'm saying? That's why that's why you know companies are paying him three figures. You know to be signed with them. You know so we already knew where where that was gonna go. You know the whole promo. I'm sorry. You know and, and then and then I did. I'm, I'm I'm sorry that your parents raised a punk ass bitch. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> Once again. <laughs> Those are fighting words, you know what I'm saying? Like those, those, those are words where you know you just gotta stand up and be like, "No, I got to cut you. That's the rule. Cut you, cut you." You know what I'm saying? Like somebody gotta die. Like you just not gonna be calling, you know, you know, you know, on live TV in front of twelve thousand people, probably in the crowd. Like that's not popping. Like yo, I'm turning off your water. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm calling somebody water like like like, uh, like like Lamar would say in, in BMF, like you know what I'm saying. But uh, but uh, what? Y'all, y'all want to touch on Rampage real quick? Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Um, this match right here. Um, <laughs> um you, you, you you know what was the you know the tension? They look great, right? Uh, House of Black, but um. Really? Um, well, yeah, they they have two balls. The tag matches, the tag matches are just getting out of control. Yeah, man, it, it was crazy. Um, also, you had a, uh, you know, that match between um, the Butcher and uh, and Darby is brought out the Hardy Boys. Nice looking shirt, you know. You ask me, and um, 
then pretty much I guess this was the main event of that night. Uh, annoying caster against Keith Lee. You know, listen, listen. Aluminum and, uh, caster. Yeah, and He's uh, hang up I that guess, microphone, man. It was terrible. Yeah, man. So you know, they had a good match. You know what I mean? I saying for Keith Lee to look, you know, big or whatever. So he got jump, and then we got one Swerve Scott. You know what I mean? I mean Swerve Strickland popping in, and uh, seems like they got some type of uh, alliance. Once so, again, we we don't need no more tag matches. If you're gonna build Swerve, build Swerve by himself, not have him and Keith Lee team up. Keith Lee needs uh, his own spotlight, and he hasn't really had much of a spotlight since he left Lito? NXT. Where's Jay Lethal? Right. It, it, a lot of money just, for him. Where the hell has he been? There's just so much thing going on. So, what, what, um, thumbs up or thumbs down on that uh, special time rampage? March Madness. Yeah, I. I Yeah, yeah. What about um, you know, just to get a little taste, anybody cash the uh the Crockett Cup over the weekend? Yeah, so let's yeah. talk about you know Yeah, that just happened, you know what I mean? The Crockett Cup, you know, we got the winners. The Briscoes, you know what I mean? They beat um I believe it was uh Baby Boy Smith, Harry Smith, and uh and what was the guy's name? The other guy? Uh, uh Williams. Mm-hmm. Doug Williams. Yeah, Doug Williams and uh Harp Smith made it all the way to the finals. Um shout out to Josh Bishop and West West Maserati. Maserati West, you know what I mean? They uh they 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 came out, you know, trying to qualify. They did it, but they still showed out. Bishop looked like a monster, you know. Dom too, Dominic Curie was good. Um, I actually thought that this, you know, there was one of the best entrances, you know, La La Rebellion, Mecha Wolf, Boricua in La Casa, and uh, Bestia 666. Yeah, but they lost, man. They they actually, I mean, they still the champ, but they lost, you know what I mean? And um, you have yeah, right here, my man. Yeah, um, he came out with a robe, man. He got a robe. Mr. Cardona, you know what I mean? Looks like glorious Bobby Roode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he do got that vibe. You know, right here, the the Cardona is Mike from wrestling. (laughs) You know, Chelsea Green wrestled twice. You know what I mean? Look at BSK. You know what I mean? Uh, So, you know, um, Jeff Jarrett was uh, part of the show, too. So, uh, you know, it was a possibility he could do something, but Nothing happened, and then you had a uh, homicide with the hey. three shirt. He won the uh, the junior heavyweight championship. I think it was. I forgot the, the name. Ever, yeah, the first ever yeah. NWA junior heavyweight champion, and yeah. I think giveaway to to start it out with an OG. I mean, a lot of people made their their NWA debut so this this past week uh, weekend, I should say. Um, I do think that this is good though, you know, and that free cane shirt for real. Hey. Free you know, free cane. Yeah. And uh, um yeah, and another, you know, I guess we kind of 
touch over everything there. Um, to me, it's great that NWA is keeping some type of their heritage alive and they're getting better. Um, I don't care what nobody says. Matt Cardona is perhaps the hottest um, independent contractor out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? He owns that Joey Janela run um, that he had a few years ago. So and, um, he's that's doing great. Bro. What happened? That's a, that's a, that's the that's the new wrestling Thanos. He just collects belts everywhere he goes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I don't know any rumors or news. Uh, I'm gonna just start with this one. This is gonna go down in Chicago, the Windy City Riot, New Japan. John Maxley against Will Ospreay, perhaps one of the best unknown heels. You know what I mean? Because not perhaps a lot of people don't watch New Japan, but uh, Will Ospreay's work on the mic right now best to none you know what i mean at the moment and uh they're gonna have that match man what you guys think about that i think that the real nwa i'm uh, sorry the real uh the real iwgp champion uh will Ospreay um versus moxley is gonna be good I would like if they took that picture off because that's Fat Moxley on that picture. I need a new Moxley on that one, the healthy looking one. Yeah, it kind of looks like Braun Strowman on that picture. Uh, I don't this like. This kind of looks like uh, I don't know. He looks like Horace Hogan right there. It, it looks Horace like another. Horace it looks like Hogan. another Tekken video game. Horace <laughs> 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 Hogan right now. That's a, that's a good question. Yeah, right. man. And um, damn, not, not to get all down, man. Also, you know, unfortunately, uh, reports came out about you know the last few days of the uh, Chico Racer Ramon Scahoa. You know, that's uh, so sad what happened to him. You know what I mean? He uh, he fell. I guess he was on the floor for a few days. You know what I mean? So that didn't help. But um, you know, everybody to pour him love. And one of the things I might be biased because, you know, we grew up on this guy. You know what I mean? He put out, because somebody, we're talking about the fall away slam, um, you know, that he does when he picks them up and he just throw them over his head. You know what I mean? Uh, so what was that? The legendary Carlos Colon told after taking the move, you threw me like a sack of shit. That's where the name came from. So that fall away slam that he does, it's called a sack of shit. Named by Carlos Colon. <laughs> See, I didn't know that, man. I, I had no yeah. idea. No and I guess, like, according to what Sean Walman said, like, nobody knew unless, you know what I mean, just a select few. You know what I mean? Because uh, that, was, that was great, man. Um, you know, rest in peace to Race to Ramon, man. Um, then the outpouring love has been crazy. You know, but uh, yeah, we are we on the road to WrestleMania, pun intended. We are right. So yeah, the road to WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? And WrestleMania is going down, but I figured that it's only right that we go ahead and drop this announcement, right? Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Yo, let's me? let's get it. Go go yo. go get them, Tiger. Check it out. Uh, listen, Wrestle Watch. We'll be going down at the Hunted House. Uh, your boys, Marshall Mice, will be inside the building. Uh, this is, uh, of course, the big event on the big screen. We're gonna have a wrestling cosplay contest, $50 cash money inside your pocket. 
We're going to have some wrestling trivia along with some prizes, food and drink specials going down. And yeah, once again, we're going to be in the uh, building. We're going to be doing a live podcast. So shout out to the Hunted House. Make sure y'all there inside the building. It's going to be nice. Look, come out there, bring your peoples, tell a friend and tell a friend. You tell your friends to get with my friends. Tell my friends and we could be friends. Is that all right with you? Shit, we could do this every weekend. But you know, y'all, right. y'all definitely gonna slide in. Yo, uh, also, I have to send a happy birthday uh, from this past weekend uh, to uh, the Juice Man. Yeah, so uh, happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? Happy uh, happy birthday to, to the Juice Man and, and, and everything. Uh, y'all make sure y'all check on him. Make, make sure y'all, you know, check in with him. And also, Definitely gotta, definitely gotta make sure that y'all are staying tuned. A lot of big news coming. Some guests that may pop up uh, at the Wrestle Watch. You know, we'll keep y'all posted. I do know one get a name is confirmed, and I will let y'all know this this week on Twitter and IG. Uh, you have anything for the people? Done, Poppy. It's good to have you on the show, but let the people know more about you, where they can follow you. So check this out. You can reach me on YouTube. It's called the Curtain Call Podcast. Uh, We've been doing the podcast there for a little while. Will Ospreay was actually my number three wrestler of the year this um, going into the end of 2021. But you can check us out on the YouTube channel, the Curtain Call Podcast. We drop episodes on Wednesday, so there'll be an episode coming out this Wednesday. I really want to thank you guys, first of all, for having me out there. Uh, having me come out with you guys, I really appreciate uh, the the love and support um, bringing some of us on here like that. So it means a lot to me. Um, and I just want to leave you with this thought. If I could, please, real quick, 163, 163. That's the amount of wrestlers AEW has under contract. They got to do something because bringing these guys over, hopefully, to get a push. And a lot of these guys are going to end up either on Dark or Rampage. The last thing we want for wrestling fans is for AEW to go through a little slump and it gets worse and worse and worse. And then they can't climb themselves out of it. So 163, they got to do something different about that. They got to do something different about that. WWE, on the other hand, it's a larger company and they only have 72. So it shows you. 72 and 163. But if you want to know more about those numbers, you can come to the Current Call podcast this Wednesday, and I'm going to break it down. I'm going to talk to you about the difference and get you guys' opinion on it. But once again, JT, Casanova, Oye, Mi Pana, Cheech, gracias por tenerme, lo hacemos para la cultura, toda mi gente en Cleveland, all my people in Cleveland. Love you guys. I'm only an hour, 45 minutes going south in the capital, Columbus, Ohio. But Cleveland is always my home, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Much love. No doubt, no doubt. Thank you for coming on, man. But, uh, yo, you got the time real quick, man? Yo, Casanova, what time it is? Time is real simple, B. It says wrap it up. Wrap that shit up, B. Yo. It's definitely time. Gotta wrap it up. So with that being said, definitely gotta thank you all for definitely tuning in. Whether you're watching, listening to us, uh, we gotta leave y'all with our two PSAs per usual. 
for you. First of all, too much negativity can have you unbalanced mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically, okay? Spread more positive vibes. It takes very little to build someone up than it does to tear them down. Think about the message inside that, uh, think about the logic inside that message. To be as simple as giving someone a compliment, helping someone out with something, or you can go to whatamnuba.net, go to Marshall Mike's uh, uh, store on there and go order the Positive uh, Vibes merchandise. You ain't gotta get it for you. Get it as a gift for someone who may be going through something, man. We out of tank tops, hoodies, V-necks, uh, we got them in baby onesies, you name them. From, uh, from small, medium, extra large, 4X, look, we got it. Get, get that gift, give it to someone who may need it. And also, listen, COVID is still here. Don't let the possible World War, World War III thing distract you from it. Okay, it's still here. Okay, so with that being said, uh, in order for us to beat COVID, it starts off with good hygiene, okay? Very good hygiene, okay? So first of all, we're going to need you to do a few things. The very first thing we're going to need you to do is wash your hands. But most importantly, wash your ass, okay? Tell them what they got to use, Mr. Casanova. You got to use soap and plenty of it, please. Okay. El Cheech, let these people know how they got to do this, Poppy. Yo, man, y'all know what it is. Remember, it's from face to ass, not ass to face. Oite, from face to ass, not ass to face. That makes plenty of sense. So with that being said, look, wash your hands, wash your ass, okay? Use soap from face to ass, not ass to face. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been March Madness. We out of here like last year. We in here like swimwear. But with that being said, man, we love y'all. Y'all be safe all out there in the streets in that road. And yeah, we're gonna catch y'all on the flip side, okay? Uh, what those young kids be saying? We out. We out. Hey. Too sweet. Touch me, smokers, police can't touch me. These fucking niggas can't touch me. Apply the pressure with the VBS. I drive the foreign like it was a ship. Drive the foreign like it was a ship. Lift it up and go to no set. Fuck a cougar like she holly bear. Future hands is dirty, spray legendary. Dirty something in the sky for me. Spill a day to get my mind blown. Dress it up and know the Nassau. 200 miles on the dash. Got a roller pound up a gas. Switch the lanes in the Grand Rapids. We're the one that kept it cool with all these niggas till these niggas start acting. Shoot a nigga like a film in a movie, nigga gon' let them have it. We ballin' like the Marsh Madness. All these cops shoot a nigga tragic. Only one that live in lavish. Like I'm playing for the Mavericks. I don't want it for the bitch that might have made me fuck her even though she average. Fuck on the basic bitch. We gon' wake up and smoke up some blood and fuck. She gon' keep it so real with a nigga that I'ma come back and always gon' fuck with her. Been the curve and the spread like a motor bus. I was working the serving. I get high till I'm higher than
mercury. Fuck around, teach you that recipe. Fuck around, you gon' be out of here. Make it say hunt like a nigga with jewelry. Soon as that work hit the city, we move it. Post up and honest and shoot us a movie. Post up and honest and shoot us a movie. Take it to the side of club and just in case a nigga ever gotta use it. Get a paint of coat and pour it up, nigga. Dirty something in the style for. Spill a day to get my mind blown. Dress it up and go to NASA. 200 miles on the dash. Got a roller pound up a gas. Switch the lanes in the Grand Rapids.